let's move on to our gospel reading for today. From Matthew chapter 16. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone he was the Messiah. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I honestly didn't know where to start with our message for today. When these readings have come up in the past, we've celebrated Peter's faith, the beginning of the church, the rocks upon which we were built. All my memories of this reading are inside a church building filled with members of the one body of Christ singing praise and sharing in communion. The last part of our Matthew text about the keys and the kingdom is part of my ordination service four years ago. Honestly, though, today, these readings kind of hurt. They touch upon a place in my heart that is still in grief for the loss of these last five months together, physically together. Don't get me wrong. I am deeply grateful for the wise decisions of our council and reopening subcommittee. I am so thankful that we are going through this pandemic during a time when the Holy Spirit can gather us through technology, through time and space for worship, for fellowship, for discipleship, for all the ways we are connecting with one another and with those we hadn't known before. But I do miss Sunday mornings as they were back in March. I miss arriving and knowing that the coffee has already been started and all the lights are on. I miss seeing those who gather long before worship starts visiting in the narthex in our lobby area. I miss technology that I fully understand and can make work most of the time. I miss watching my daughter pass the peace with her little hands reached out to her siblings in Christ, to her church friends. I miss singing together, hearing your voices. I miss kneeling at the altar with, for communion with you. I miss it, and I know many of you do too. I am so grateful that so many of our members and friends are able to connect together as the body of Christ. I can't say that enough. I am grateful for technology, for the ways the Holy Spirit is growing our reach outside our walls and doors. But part of our lives, especially today, is holding the complex and often paradoxical emotions, gratitude and grief all at the same time. 
gratitude and grief. I wonder if that's what Jesus is going through in our gospel reading. Gratitude that Simon Peter is able to vocalize the truth of who Jesus is, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Joy of knowing that even if it's only for a moment, Peter's faith is true and strong. And by the power of God, Peter sees Jesus for exactly who he is. I'm going to make sure everybody is muted here. I see someone's popping up a little bit. There we go. Oh, I guess not muting. So that's okay. Technology is what it is today. I'm still thankful for it, but I am also grieving it quite a bit right now. Oh. In our Isaiah text, Isaiah is preaching to a people in exile, to a people waiting, wondering, grieving. Isaiah preaches a message of hope and comfort, a reminder of the rocks that build us up. Listen to me, he says, you that pursue righteousness, you that seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were hewn. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you, for he was but one when I called him but I blessed him and made him many. For the Lord will comfort Zion, comfort all her waste places. Isaiah is talking about grief and gratitude together in the same chapter, in the same verses, this combination that is at both times hard and painful and so human. In Romans, like Isaiah preaching to a people in exile, Paul preaches to a people who are disconnected from one another, not by physical distance, but by emotional and spiritual distance. And so Paul tries to share with them that it's not just being physically together that makes us one, but Christ himself in the midst of their differences, the grieving over traditions changing and new faces joining, Paul points the church in Rome to gratitude for their spiritual worship, for Christ's grace, for one another. I miss our church building filled with our church family. And our building will be here for us when it is once again safe to gather fully. Our duct tape crew is making sure of it. They have been doing a wonderful job taking care of our building and grounds. But something that this time has reminded me is that the church is not just the building. We are drawn to the building, but we stay because of the people, because of the love in Christ that is shared together here. Last year, when we were working on our new mission statement, we had people give us stories of when they experienced Bethany Lutheran being church at its best. And about 70% of those stories were from the first day that someone walked into the building and the way that they were loved and cherished and welcomed into this family of Christ. The people are what keep us here. And sometimes right now, those connections that love is shared on Zoom, on phone calls, in small group gatherings, Paul reminds us that our bodies are a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. And something that really stood out to me in our Romans reading today 
Paul says, for as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. Individually we are members one of another. This stood out to me more with this reading today than it ever has before. The idea that not only are we part of Christ, part of Christ's body as members and friends of a church, but we are also individually members of one another. We are connected by the Holy Spirit in a way that is inseparable, even when we're physically apart. One body in Christ, members of one another. That first week just really hit me hard in my heart, reminding me that we are all connected no matter what. And holding these complex and paradoxical emotions together isn't easy. We miss being in our building. We miss seeing faces and voices. We miss our rituals, our songs. We miss each other. Sometimes we can only feel the grief right now, and we struggle to find gratitude in the midst of a global pandemic and a year that seems to last forever. We are just so ready for things to get back to normal, we forget who we're trying to care for. We forget who we're trying to protect. We forget that we are members of one another, that we belong to God and to each other in this one body. And sometimes we struggle because this is hard. We are missing so much, so many. And we don't know how to hold all of that in our hearts. We struggle to find gratitude for much of anything. But Isaiah reminds us, the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. And the Lord will comfort us too. In the midst of our grief, in God, we can find moments of holy gratitude. Jesus reminds us that this rock that he builds, his church on which we stand, the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Nothing will stop us from being God's holy temple, having many members in this one body. Jesus takes our grief, our heartache, our tears, and Jesus takes them to the cross in both gratitude and grief. Our Messiah, the Son of the living God, dies and rises from the dead because God's steadfast love endures forever, and that love brings us together. Jesus, who built the church on the words of a single disciple, brings us into this one body because God will not abandon the work of God's hands. Jesus does all of this in the midst of our own strange exile and isolation, in our own grief, in whatever this year might bring, we can look to the rock from which we have been hewn. We can look to the faith of Abraham and Sarah, to the testimony of Peter, and know that we stand on a firm foundation. We can find gratitude in the midst of our grief, gratitude for God's love through Jesus, gratitude for our foundations, for our gathering places, and for one another. Through God, we can find gratitude in the midst of our grief. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>